Hello, everyone. I am Regina DuBose. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It is so good to be back to my podcast, Getting Started with Jesus. This program is designed to teach you the process for spiritual growth and maturity. I had a wonderful Thanksgiving celebration, and the Women's Conference in Charlotte, North Carolina was simply fantastic. I'm going to make sure we talk about that pretty soon, but I just want you to know that I am glad to be back on the show. I hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving celebration, that you enjoyed your family and friends and were able to thank God for everything that has happened in your life this year and begin to thank him with great expectation for next year. You know, this program is geared to help you in a very special way. We try to teach you, encourage you, and motivate you to grow in your personal relationship with God. I present a lot of principles. Sometimes we dialogue with a special guest. Sometimes I play inspiring music. In many cases, I love to sing as well as share some of my best secrets that I learned as a small business owner. You know, I've been in business now for 36 years, and it is truly a blessing to share with you all of the things I have learned, how to stay in business, how to pass your business on, and how to be motivated as a young entrepreneur. My goal is to help you grow and mature overall as a person. Of course, I really want you to subscribe and follow the podcast and you can do that on your favorite listening platform. Go to my website to connect with me on social media, which is www.perfectpeaceworks.com. www.perfectpeaceworks.com. And I will mention the website again at the end of today's show. So let's get started and talk about little itty bitty faith or mustard seed faith. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. What? What is faith? I'll say it again. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. Faith is made up of or consists of the confidence and belief that you place in the unknown and unseen proof that is going to happen soon for your good. It is the assurance and conviction of a knowing hope for your life. There are many phrases such as, I'm going to get married. I will make more money. I am getting that job. I will join that organization. Those can be statements of faith. The belief that something is going to happen to improve your welfare, even though you don't see it right now, that is faith. When you read the Holy Bible, there are many stories of healing, deliverance, restoration, and the casting out of demons by the powerful earthly ministry of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. In fact, the record reflects a consistent mission of reaching the lost, broken, ostracized, and humiliated souls. Both men and women searched to be in the presence of Jesus Christ. They came from near and far, in droves, in crowds, and yes, yes, in multitudes. 
Some came doubting, yet hoping. Some came believing and hoping. Some came based on the reports of others. And some came knowing he was the best thing in town. The point is that they wanted to receive a special touch to meet their specific needs. Everybody had their own measure of faith, belief, probability, or hope that Jesus Christ could help them or set them free from bondage. In most of these cases, the people approached Jesus Christ, the Son of God, with their largest problem, their biggest concern, their most devastating issue that no one else could solve. They were destitute. The doctors had given up on them. They were ostracized and outcasts in biblical society. But they had a measure of faith, some faith, a little bit of faith and thought or said, if I could just get to where Jesus is, I know that I can be made whole. Like the Samaritan woman who was at the well in John chapter four, verses one through 25. The lame man at the pool of Bethesda in John chapter five, verse one through 15. The healing of the blind man in Mark chapter eight, verse 22 through 28. The healing of the 10 men vexed with leprosy in Luke chapter 17, verse 11 through 19. The centurion's servant in Matthew chapter eight, verse five through 13. The man vexed with demons in the Gadarenes or Gerasenes found in Mark chapter five, verses one through 20. The woman who had the issue of blood for 12 years, who only touched the hem of his garment in Matthew chapter nine, verse 20 through 22. Even the chief tax collector at Jericho called Zacchaeus had faith to climb the sycamore tree in order to see Jesus. And yes, yes, Lazarus, the dear brother of Mary and Martha, whom Jesus wept over before he raised him from the dead. When you examine all of these stories, the one element that stands out is the measure of faith. The faith it takes to believe in a greater power than what one has previously experienced in order to be delivered, to be healed, to be restored, and to be set free. In fact, let us examine the story about Lazarus in light of this discussion and our desire to have more faith. When you read the background about Lazarus, he was sick and died. He and his two sisters, Mary and Martha, were very close to Jesus. Take time to read the entire chapter 11, verses 1 through 44, which describes the whole scene. But Lazarus was sick and he died. And by the time Jesus arrived in the town of Bethany, it had been four days since his death. However, Martha makes a faith statement, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. She says that in verse 21. Then she makes another statement of faith. I know that even now, whatever you ask of God, God will grant your request. That's in verse 22. Martha continues with her statements of faith in verse 27 and says, I believe that thou art the Christ, the Son of God, who should come into the world. Then her sister Mary came up to Jesus and repeated the same statement of faith. Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. That's found in verse 32. By now there were many other Jews with her who were there to comfort the two sisters. So in verse 39 through 40, Jesus says, remove the stone. 
even though Lazarus had been dead for four days. If thou would believe or have faith, thou should see the glory of God. When Jesus said, Lazarus, come forth, he came forth bound hand and foot in grave clothes, and his face was bound with the cloth. Jesus said unto them, the bound wrappings, loose him and let him go. Such great faith was displayed at the scene of Lazarus. Faith of the two sisters, the Jews who were there in the midst providing comfort, and the disciples were also present. Many believed in Jesus as a result of this act. They believed and they were astonished to see Lazarus alive again. Take time to read John chapter 12, verses 1 through 11, and you'll learn how Lazarus became very famous as a result of this situation. Now let's think about it. Think about it. How much faith does it take to improve or get better? Or even have some relief from your situation? What amount of faith will sustain you after the successful change has appeared and captured your soul? Where is this faith when I begin to feel burdened or doubtful of its ability to keep me in my new capacity? Where is the faith to tackle my problems, your problems, his problems, or her problems? I need this faith. Yes, we all need faith more and more faith. Oh, dear God, dear Lord, please, please increase our faith. Now, where does faith come from? Think about it. How do we get faith? The Bible says that faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God in Romans chapter 10, verse 17. Once again, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Romans chapter 10, verse 17. Faith comes and grows from hearing the powerful, positive, profound, progressive, present, and perfect Word of God. Now, if you are hearing and listening to a lot of negative, crazy, evil, drastic, chaotic stuff, then your faith will not be strong and it will not grow. How much faith do we need to be effective in tackling our problems? Oh, just the size of a mustard seed. A little itty bitty amount of faith. A mustard seed is about the size of a dot made with your ink pen on a piece of paper. It is very, 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 very small. That is how much faith you need to move mountains, according to Matthew chapter 17, verse 14 through 21. Listen to this. The disciples could not cure a man's son who was epileptic and vexed with a demon. They asked him why. Jesus said unto them, he was talking to the disciples, because of your unbelief. For verily I say unto you, if ye hath the faith as a grain of mustard seed, you shall say to this mountain, move from here to yonder place, and it shall move, and nothing shall be impossible unto you. However, this kind does not go away except by prayer and fasting. Yes, faith the size of a mustard seed can move mountains. I'll say it again. Faith the size of a mustard seed can move mountains. The mountains in your life, mountains of despair, mountains of depression, mountains of sickness, mountains of financial debt, 
mountains of bad relationships, mountains of addictions, mountains of poor communication, mountains of defeat. Yes, we need to have faith. We need to exercise our faith. We need to increase our faith. And oh Lord, we need to walk by faith. Faith in God, faith in his word, faith in his way, and faith in his wisdom. If you have the faith, the size of a mustard seed, you could move mountains. I hope and pray that you will increase your faith in God and stay committed to spiritual growth and maturity. May God bless you and heaven smile upon you. So listen, be encouraged. Please be encouraged. Join us each week and share the process for your spiritual growth and maturity. Think about it. Grow closer to God. Experience the peace of God. Share the wisdom of God. And oh yes, yes, live in the power of God. I'd like to leave this verse with you today. Isaiah 26 verse 3. Thou will keep him in perfect peace or her or just say your name. Thou will keep me in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusteth in thee. Let's do it together. Grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. To him be glory now and forever, as stated in 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 18. Amen. So don't forget to subscribe and follow the podcast. Connect with us on social media. Go to my website, www.perfectpeaceworks.com, www.perfectpeaceworks.com. You can email your questions. You can order my books. You can also purchase them from Amazon, Target.com, BarnesandNoble.com, and other online platforms. Many of the topics on this show come directly from my two books, Perpetuating Wealth, Secrets to Longevity in Small Business, and Getting Started with Jesus, The Process for Spiritual Growth and Maturity, and of course, God's Holy Bible. I look forward to hearing from you, and until next week, be peaceful, celebrate life, keep moving forward, and trust only God. May God give you his wonderful, wonderful blessings. Amen.